Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast where we agree to disagree on a lot of different things. All right. So for today's topic, we are going to be talking about diet culture. It's a big one. It is a big one. And I know it can be a very loaded topic, but once again, we're just here to share our thoughts and opinions and how we agree and disagree on a lot of different things, just like we do in all of our episodes. So are you ready to get started? Yeah, a little disclaimer. We're not nutritionists or experts on this. And as always, we want to hear from you too. So make sure to reach us in the comments on YouTube or wherever you are. We always look through those. Um, But we looked up diet culture, and this is what it says, the definition. Diet culture is the belief that appearance and body shape are more important than physical, psychological, and general well-being. It's the idea that controlling your body, particularly your diet, by limiting what and how much you eat is normal. So let's start with some of our personal experience on the topic. All right. So when we first met, Jonas would always make fun of me because I would eat chicken nuggets and french fries like if i was making fun of you i was just amazed that you could compete (laughs) at such a high level with that sort of diet i mean definitely making fun of but it's okay it's all right but anyway he just yeah he was amazed and i just thought it was weird because jonas would eat like super healthy and i just like was not used to that in our pantry we always had junk we always had you know, fruit roll-ups and... You mean like growing up? Yeah, growing okay. up, like, yeah. And we had fruit roll-ups and all the different things, and my mom just, like, didn't really care. We just grew up eating, like, sugar cereal, and, I mean, my mom would make really good meals for dinner and breakfast and stuff, but we just always had, like, the junky snacks. But, anyway, so... And I was, like, the opposite. Like, we didn't really have any... I mean, we kind of had trees, but it was, like... Just the opposite, you know, like we ate pretty healthy. We didn't really go out to eat at fast food places unless, unless it's in and out because, you know, we're from California. So I grew up on that. But, yeah, yeah was, I just I just grew up eating pretty healthy. And, yeah, I, I go to his parents' house, and I'd always feel awkward walking to the pantry because I'm like, I literally can't eat anything. And Jonas would get <laughs> kind of upset with me because he's like, there's so many options. And I'm like, I don't like any of it. And it was funny because then we finally, like, kind of talked to his mom because they would have, like, what kind of cereal do you guys eat? I don't even know. I don't know, like granola, like raisin like bran, flax. I don't know. Yeah, and so she would go and buy me like the cocoa pebbles and cocoa <laughs> puffs. So like they're always stored in their house. So it's nice whenever I go over there. Um, there's always a little snack for me to eat, and then even for Christmas for like stocking stuffers, she'll buy me big boxes of cereal. So it's kind of funny, but anyway, yeah. With gymnastics, I mean, it's it's definitely a big one. I mean body image and all the things that come into it. I mean, all athletes kind of go through this, but being an athlete, it, I mean, at such a young age, I feel like you don't really understand or you're not aware with those different kind of things, but definitely, you know, going into the elite world, which is going the Olympic route, you know, you definitely should know how important it is and what you need to be putting into your body. But I didn't really know at that age, I didn't have a nutritionist go over things with me and I never was you know overweight or anything like that so I just kind of did what I did what I was used to I always ate junk and then when I got to college (laughs) I continued and still did the same thing even though we had nutritionists talk to us I just like didn't really care because I was like well I can still do gymnastics I can still do my routine so like why does it matter you know and then I decided you know when we go back when I went back to go and train for the Olympics I was like you know what like I think I should take this a little more seriously so it took me until my 20s to figure it out but I went gluten-free because it can cause inflammation and you did like a food sensitivities test right oh like yeah you started yeah that. yeah my friend Gracie like ripped out some hair and then like put it in this little machine and it like test all these different things which was really cool I should probably get an updated one but I live in Utah now so it's kind of hard but it was really cool because it had all these different things and one big thing was, is like, I don't drink a lot of water and that really showed on there <laughs> I was like well oh. even even in college because like I have to say, I, I felt like the U was pretty good about, because you guys had like nutritionists, right? And I remember you would always yeah. tell me like, hey, we did another hydration test today and I'm in the red again. And then I finally <laughs> got into the yellow and I was freaking out. It's like, I can't believe I got into the yellow because green's really good. Yeah, because just, you just never drank water. Yeah. Her, Michaela's go-to meal when we were dating is it'd be, well, there, I guess there was a few, but the main one was Del Taco. Mm-hmm. I still have it memorized because I sat so many times in your car and listened to you or just on the phone. I'd hear you in the drive-thru. 
It was a soft taco, chicken, mm-hmm. small fries, and a medium root beer. <laughs> That's correct. That's what she just it's lived off good. of. I'd go to her apartment. There'd be dino nuggets in the freezer. And I feel like you never even got groceries. Like, that was about and, it. Yeah. We just eat Some at the football up. facility. <laughs> I think that's also why I was, like, I mean, obviously in college, like, we worked out a lot more because we, like, had a trainer. We just did a lot more conditioning. And so I feel like I definitely got a little bit more toned and just built, like, different, I don't know, different muscles in different areas than I did before. And so I feel like I just looked a lot more lean, a lot more fit. But I also feel like I was just, like, even skinnier than normal just because I feel like I, like, never had time to eat. Like, being a college student, you, like, have classes in the morning, and then I'm, like, I skip breakfast. And then for lunch, like, I wouldn't even really eat lunch. We just went to the fueling station that they had for the athletes where you could get, like, all the snacks and different things. Like, I would just eat, like, some avocado and toast or some fruit, a banana, and then go to practice, and then we'd eat dinner at the football facility because I didn't really know how to cook. So that was not that was not good. But other than that, um, yeah, like I said, you know, going and training for the Olympics, I was like, I need to do better about this. And once I switched my eating habits, I felt so much better. I wasn't as tired. Like I used to take so many naps. I would even like go to the trainer and then I'd take a nap in the car right before I had practice if I got done early. And I feel like I still took naps once I started eating better. But at the same time, like I just wasn't as tired. And I just, I felt a ton better. So it was definitely, I'm just really glad that I did it. It was like a game changer for sure. But in gymnastics, there are, you know, especially growing up in the MARTA era. So back in like 2012, 2016, I feel like a lot of girls like wouldn't eat. A lot of their coaches like would make sure that they didn't have snacks and they would take snacks out of their suitcases and just like all the different things, which I'm sure a lot of you have already heard if you've read about, you know, Larry Nassar and all the stuff with USA Gymnastics. But thankfully my coach never did that. And I was actually known for like You're bringing, the snack plug, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, for bringing all the <laughs> snacks to camp. Cause like, like I said, I grew up on like fruit roll-ups and gushers and all the yummy things. And so I'd bring those to camp because we would be working twice a day and working our butts off. So I'm like, I need, you know, some junk to fill up for all the the weight I'm losing. (laughs) Like I felt like I would lose 10 pounds every time I went to camp because I feel like we would starve ourselves and they did feed us and the food was good. But like you'd always feel awkward going up and like getting seconds or, you know, just different things like that. So it was funny because all the girls would come to my room like, Michaela, what do you got in your bag? You know, and so I'd always be sharing all my snacks, which was really awesome because I like kind of made me feel good. I'm like, these poor girls, you know, can't even have a snack. So did Marta or the national team staff like say anything about what you were supposed to be eating or not? Cause I know Lisa was pretty good about just letting you do your thing. I mean, when I started going, not really. I think before I started going to like camps and stuff, I think they were definitely more weird about it. But then I think Marta kind of like, you know, as technology and things improve, you know, I think she kind of started realizing, yeah, you need to fuel your body and have protein and different things to give you more energy and to recover. So like, I think by the time I got there, it got better. So I'm not really sure, but I kind of know before that it used to be really bad, like where they just couldn't really eat and stuff, but I don't really know because I wasn't there. But other than that, like there's a lot of gymnasts that have struggled with anorexia and all the things. And it's just really, really sad because I feel like no matter what shape or size you are, if you can still do your skills and still do your routines, like it shouldn't matter who cares. Like if you're fit, you're working out, you can eat whatever you want, do whatever you want. Like Jonas works out so much that like, he's like, well, since I'm always working out, I'm always in shape. Then it gives me room to like eat whatever I want. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think as long as like you're not getting injured and you're doing all right, like who cares? But yeah, in my era, like growing up as a kid, I didn't, didn't really start hitting me to like high school, you know, cause you care more about what you look like, which is kind of dumb. But anyway, yeah, it took me till college to kind of figure it out. And then elite was when I really made the change. So it took me a while. I wish I would have known sooner. Like I wish I would have had someone tell me like how important it was like a lot sooner in my elite career, but I'm glad I made the change when I did because I was going through that bone spur and Achilles issue. So I think it's better than being pressured though, because I think everyone's heard horror stories of athletes, especially gymnasts, like their coaches or people telling them that, you know, Hey, like you're fat, right. When they're not, or like you're doing this and this, 
which leads to eating disorders or problems. And like one of the first questions that you always get or always did get is, Oh, like, are you on a crazy diet? Mm -hmm. Like, like man, like training for the Olympics, gymnastics, what do you have to eat? You know, cause people right. just assumed that like it was just nuts. And so I think you were lucky, but did you see that like among the other girls, like diet culture or people saying things or coaches or pressures? I mean, definitely. I mean, coaches, it was like we'd go to a meet and they're like, oh, I can't get that meal because like I'd kind of just get what I want. And I mean, I would try to eat healthy when we were gone and at meets because I knew like I should not be eating junk before we're going to go compete at like world championships. But, you know, some of the girls were like scared to get food because like my coach won't let me eat that or, you know, even some coaches would be weird and be like, you're drinking too much water. You're going to gain water weight. So like it was just it was just really weird. Like I'm like, I just don't know how you guys live like that. Like it's just not worth it to me to train at a gym where they're going to beat you down, say you're fat, put you on a scale. Like I just, I mean, that's just kind of how the culture used to be in gymnastics, which is sad. Like it just shouldn't be that way. But, you know, once again, like we're in a new era where things are just so different and have improved so much, you know, that it, it's like, it's okay to look the way that you are. You're perfect the way you are. And so, I don't know, it was kind of crazy. But like one time when I was at camp, I was on beam and I had my period. It was that time of the month. And Marta came over to Lisa and was like, why does Michaela look so fat? And Lisa's like, she's on her period. She's bloated. Like, leave her alone. She's fine. She looks fine. And so it's just like weird things like that. Like, because my stomach's poking out a little bit, you know, and it's like, it's just crazy to me. Cause I'm like, I'm still hitting my routines. I'm still doing everything. Like you shouldn't be getting on me, but that's just kind of the way it was. And it's improved a lot now. Like, I feel like obviously we have safe sports, so a lot can't be said by coaches, but also it's kind of going in the right direction. Things need to be changed. And I feel like with Lisa, like my coach, I was super grateful because I feel like when I was younger, you know, she'd always kind of be like, get like a chicken Caesar salad. So I feel like I'm kind of scarred from chicken Caesar salads, but like, especially like once I got older, she like knew what she knew that I knew my body the best. And so like, I would still get chicken and I'd get steak and I'd just get different things. And she was okay with it. Sometimes she'd be like, maybe don't get pasta like the night before the meat or like before the meat, which is true. Cause you don't want to be heavy, like feel heavy. Um, so she would guide me a little bit here and there, but like, yeah, like she never really cared what I ate. I mean, I don't think she really ever had conversations with my mom either about it. So I was pretty lucky, pretty fortunate. Yeah, I think diet culture is, like, the perfect term for it because it's definitely a cultural thing. Like, mm -hmm. like for example, I don't think it's nearly as bad in men's sports as in women's sports. I know, like, like the guys' gymnastics team, they just eat whatever they want. <laughs> Hamburgers, like, french fries all the time. But I do have to say really quick before you mm -hmm. jump into this, when we went to Worlds 2019, we had Tom because he was the new Olympic coach. But I just remember it was after, like, team finals or prelims or podium training, something like that. We got to have, we all went and we, he let us get burgers. So all of us got burgers and French fries and we're like, we, me and Simone just look at each other and we're like, this would never happen if we had Marta, you know, like it was just so weird. So yeah, it's just totally different now. But anyway, go Which ahead. Which I think is cool because I think like, like that experience you guys had and just like be able to feel happy and like eat a burger, like maybe that wouldn't be as healthy as something else you know salad or whatever but I think like the pros outweigh the cons there you know but right after working so hard too we deserve a little reward yeah know? but so like I played sports every year growing up I did soccer for like seven years I did track and field I did cross country um and like I don't it never came up ever like I mean we'd we'd carbo load sometimes like before soccer games like the night before we'd have like a team party and you know we'd eat pasta <laughs> we'd it's crazy I, know, I remember soccer games growing up we'd like eat donuts before the game you know like we're i don't know just kids just doing our thing like never came up the only time was like i started competing like on a really good team so i travel nationally for track and cross country and my coach would have very specific things that we like, could or couldn't eat like the day of or day before a race um, like things that were simple to digest. We'd like stay away from certain stuff, but like that was a, it wasn't like during the season. It was basically just like be healthy, be happy, like run, you know, it was never like, there's no shame or anything. And like on like my soccer team or track team, like we kids like all different body types and shapes, you know, but we we're all good athletes and like it worked, you know? So I never really ran into that even in high school. 
Um, so I definitely think it's like a cultural thing and gymnastics, just because it's such an intense sport, probably gets right, it like more than anyone else. Kind of think like, oh, you got to look. I mean, you know, before it's like you have to be super skinny, otherwise you don't look good. And it's just like, that's just sad because not everyone's naturally super skinny. Like I've always been like shorter and stockier and thicker, but I definitely got more lean. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I'd call you stockier. <laughs> I feel like short and stocky, but, um, you know, just through college and like just working out differently just shaped me so much more different. I've just felt a lot stronger and a lot better. And so that was just kind of crazy to think that like just working out a little different just made that much of a difference and then eating better, you know, but I mean, it was, I mean, for me, I had it easy, but it, it was kind of sad to see some of the other athletes go through that or like can't eat certain things. Like I would always just feel so bad. I'm like, why do you guys have to be like that? Like, I don't know. Here's a good question. Did either of us, have either of us ever developed unhealthy dieting patterns? I mean, we kind of talked about mm-hmm. yours. Um, and then the follow-up is, how did you learn what were healthy and unhealthy patterns in dieting when you grew up around people that may have been struggling with it? So, I don't know. I've I've always, like, since I was a kid, tried to eat healthy. It's just, I wish I'd, like, take credit for it. Like, I've worked really hard. It's just kind of come natural to me. I just feel better when I eat healthy, so I just kind of always do. Um, I do have a sweet tooth, but I've always worked out, and I've always been really active. So, like, I can have, you know, an Oreo milkshake and not even feel bad. Like, it doesn't even phase me. So, I don't know. I've been pretty lucky. I mean, I grew up, like I said, eating healthy food. I never really had any pressures or anything didn't really experience diet culture too much at all I do feel like the older you kind of get though like I don't always care for like Chick-fil-a I still really like in and out (laughs) but I just don't like really care for Chick-fil-a and all that other stuff anymore like I'd rather like go eat somewhere like yummy or I mean it's still not healthy but and especially like being done with gymnastics like I'm out of shape like I know like I weighed 105 during the Olympics. I weigh 118 now. And to That's me, not like. That's out of shape. <laughs> I shape, guys. Like, well, I know. you still work out. I, I d- it took me a year, though. I took a year off, and I finally started working out at Burn Boot Camp. And I've been loving it. It's been so good. But at the same time, like, it just, it's just not the same, like, gymnastics. And so it's just really hard trying to find, like, that happy medium because, like, it's just Jonas and I, and we do eat out a lot, but we also have been cooking more at home. So I do feel like so much better. Or like when, even when we go home for Christmas or we go to your mom's on Sunday, like being back with our family, I'm like, man, this is so good to have a home cooked meal. Like, why can't I cook like this? Like, why don't I know how to do this? And so I'm trying slowly, like I'm getting better at it, but it's just like, it's just so hard, but I feel so much better. Like, so I just, do you feel better? Like now, like how you what you eat and how you work out and what you weigh, like compared to when you were in gymnastics or is it? No, I feel worse. Oh, okay. (laughs) I mean, I'm feeling better than like where I first started after retirement. Uh Uh-huh. But I just like, and like, I still like, I know I'm not like big, but like, I just feel bigger because you like go and look at like pictures, like old pictures. And I'm like, wow, like I was so skinny. But at the same time, it's like, I was at my peak of like, training you know like I will never be at that peak again unless I go do like CrossFit or something professionally but that's not going to happen and so I just I just like body shame myself like it, it happens because you know we look at social media and you're like looking at all these influencers and all these like pretty gorgeous girls that are like 5'8 and 5'10 and they're all skinny and have long legs and I just feel like short and stumpy <laughs> and I'm just like that is not cute but then I sometimes you know have to go and look and I'm like you know, people don't see me like that. I just see myself as that. And I'm sure mm-hmm. all my followers and all the people that know me are probably like, oh, Michaela, like, she's so awesome. She's so cute. But, like, sometimes to me, you know, like, we get hard on ourselves. And I'm like, I just feel short, stocky, gross, ugly. I think it's just you compare yourself to, you know, to what others, you see, yeah. others or just where you've been. I think right. it's harder for athletes because, like, so yesterday I had a bunch of friends over. We were watching the the UFC fight. And there's a guy who used to be like one of the best, not the best fighter in the world. Who's now a coach. And he's like, he, he's still an athlete. Right. But he just looks bigger, obviously. Cause he's not like cutting. He's not like hundred percent trim. You know, he's not like training and training camps, like for fighting. And so you look at him, any normal person looking at him would be like, Oh, you know, like that's an athlete. But us looking at him, we're like, man, like he's gotten kind of chubby and he's not <laughs> chubby, but he's just 
bigger. I think it's just a thing. Like it's tough for athletes because when you're training, like when you're competing, like it's hard to maintain that. Right. And so like, even if you're still healthy, because obviously you're still healthy, mm-hmm. you still work out. Um, and maybe it's healthier what you're doing now than because you're kind of bumming on- around eating <laughs> potato chips on the couch. Well, I mean, like you were training so much. Like, all you were doing, I feel like, was just training, napping, sleeping. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, this lifestyle is healthier for you. I would say it probably is. It's definitely more sustainable, you know? Like, there's a reason that gymnasts peak pretty early. Mm-hmm. It's just tough. Yeah. But, I mean, it is nice because a lot of people say that I look healthier. Yeah. Which kind of scares me because I was like, did I not look healthy before? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. But, so, I mean, that's also a compliment. So, it doesn't make me feel always too bad about myself like it does make me feel better like okay yeah I'm healthy and everyone's like you were at your peak so you're fine like you're still in good shape it's just I feel okay I think the biggest thing for me is just not like having like defined abs like it's just kind of like mush now <laughs> it's not mush, <laughs> it's, mush. it's just kind of like not. rolls on rolls but it's not that bad everybody <laughs> again it I mean, feels like that I mean you're just comparing yourself to when you were in elite I know it's hard but at the same time like but it's like, would you I'm want, okay. yeah, I mean, like, to get that body back, like, would you want to be working out six hours a day again? No. Like, that's the thing. I know, but then the thing is, is, like, you look at social media and you see all these little girls that are, like, or not little girls, you see these moms that have had, like, four kids and they're freaking ripped. And you're like, how the heck, like, are you, are you just naturally built that way? Like, I just, because, like, you see them work out, but, like, they don't work out that crazy. So I'm like, do you just not eat, like... Do you not eat food? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I just, like, insane to me. I'm like, that is crazy. Yeah, but, I mean, you have to remember everyone's body is different. I know. Right? I know. Like, That's what I try to tell myself. I'm like, it's fine. As long as I'm healthy and I'm doing okay, like, and I feel great and I can move, like, I'm okay. I'm living my best life. That's all that matters. That's a good way to look at yeah. it. As far as specific diets go, I mean, you mentioned, like, you did the gluten-free. I was doing that with you. Besides that, I don't think you've ever done, like, a specific diet. No. I did the carnivore diet earlier this year. Yeah, I kind of wish I would have done it, but yeah. I was too scared. Because <laughs> I love meat. Like, I'm a meat eater. Well, th- so the funny thing is, I like, before the carnivore diet, I didn't really eat a ton of meat. Um, yeah, because you like, like, seafood, fish, and stuff a lot. I mean, that's meat. But, like, my go-to is, like, I eat oatmeal every day. I'll have a protein shake with, like, fruit every day. And I eat eggs. I guess eggs is I meat. I know, but you just don't, like meat like you don't really like steak and stuff that much unless it's like roost chris steak yes that's like really nice yeah but i did it because i had a whole bunch of friends that did the carnivore diet actually i'm going to rewind the first time i heard about it was from coach bob oh yeah back in desert lights i (laughs) one day like i went in to to film practice because we were back then you know we were doing youtube and stuff and bob was eating some beef jerky we were just talking and he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm doing the carnivore diet right now. And I thought he was kidding. So I was like laughing. I'm like, oh, that's funny. He's like, no, like I'm really only eating meat. And I'm like, that's impossible. Like you can't survive only eating meat. And he's like, no, he's like, it's a real thing. And the, we were talking about it and, and Bob's crazy. Like Bob can do like a, like 10, like one handed pushups. If we, if there's a point where we can bring people on for our podcast, if we ever start doing that. We need to have Bob on we our need podcast. To have Coach Bob on, yeah. Coach Bob, like he has an interesting life. I still don't know to this day if it's true or not, but he says he grew up with gorillas. He can walk like a gorilla. His hands, like he has an article, like he brings in an article how he got lost and he grew up with gorillas and I, then they I found didn't him. Know that. Yes. Bob, Coach Bob's really cool. He eats crazy things. He eats like bones. He just, yeah, he's yeah. So, anyways, so that's when I first heard about. It. I'm like, that's pretty interesting, and then. Fast forward like a year or two, I hear on a podcast, there's this guy who had autoimmune disorders and after doing the carnivore diet, like they went away. So I'm like, that's kind of interesting. Then I had friends that started to do it just like to try it out. And one of my best friends, he's had like terrible acid reflux his whole life. Um, like bad, like he wakes up every morning, like dry heaving and he has sleep apnea and I saw other friends with like other stuff, like anxiety, like all these like weird things that just got cured just by only eating like meat and water and salt. And so I think it was more of like, it's more of like an elimination thing. It's not like, cause like m- not like exactly what meat does for you, but it's just the fact that you're cutting out all this processed stuff. And then like, if you're eating clean meat, you know, that is pretty good. 
So I was intrigued. So I tried it and I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, like I didn't, I didn't love it just because I eat so many carbs and like I work out so much that I was in a big calorie deficit the whole time. I did it for two weeks. I was but, counting my calories and like, I just couldn't get like normally, like right now I'll eat like five or 6,000 calories a day. And on meat, I was like stuffing myself. I was trying to eat as much meat as I could. And I was like barely getting like three or 4,000. But the awesome thing that came from it is Jonas sweats bad, like in his armpits. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, you're good. <laughs> exposing you to the whole world but he would sweat so bad it was disgusting like it and so it, it like cured, cured it. his sweaty armpits yeah like and even it, the weirdest thing is like now i'm not on carnivore anymore but i feel like it's not nearly right. as bad as what it used to be yeah like i used to have a problem like i was thinking about getting like botox injections or like i had tried like medicinal like antiperspirant like nothing would work i just sweat right like it's kind of just how i all how i've always been but it, for whatever reason, it just got worse, especially my armpits. So I could, like, only wear black shirts, you know, because otherwise you can see. Until you were on Ninja, and you were, like, sweating because you were sitting there for, like, six hours. Yeah, so, you I, ran took, in so his I took whole my shirt, shirt off. Just like, but I did the carnivore diet after Ninja. I know, I know. But I'm so, just saying, I mean, it, it was fixed that, that bad. It, it was crazy. Like, it fixed that. Like, I slept better than I've ever slept my whole life. I used a Whoop to track, like, my heart rate and my sleep and heart rate variability and like a whole bunch of health metrics. And I had a, we have this scale that Michaela used a bit when she was training to track like body fat percentage and stuff. And like every single metric that tracks health, like improved over those two weeks for me. So it was crazy. I mean, would I do it again? Like maybe, I mean, I mean, I feel like I'm I in pretty good shape. <laughs> I don't know how long you'd last. It's, it's pretty tough because you're, it's, it's a keto diet, I right? Can do keto is, things. I know that, but. You also, <laughs> I, I know you've eaten a lot healthier too, but keto is where you don't eat carbs for energy. You get your energy from fat. And so like the transition period is a few days and that's kind of rough. And then like once you transition, it's fine. But it's also like, I just missed my Oreo milkshakes, you know, I missed cookies and all the stuff that I eat. So I might do it again. I don't know, but it was really cool and it was interesting to see. And like, it's also a really easy way to lose weight. Like, really yeah. fast. Jonas is already, like, really skinny, and he lost, what did you lose, like, 5, 10 pounds? Yeah, like, 10 pounds. And he looked, <laughs> I was like, uh, you need to stop. <laughs> You're looking too skinny. <laughs> yeah, but I was, yeah, so I only did it for two weeks, but since then, I don't know, I, I like meat more now, and I did a lot of research during the time about health benefits and stuff. I feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that are wrong with what we're taught about health, and, like, the food pyramid in particular. Mm -hmm. People know that now, but... Anyways, um, so if, if Michaela does it, we'll let you know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you want to do let it. Let me know if I should try it. I kind of want to try it just to, like, I like meat. Like, I just love meat. So, like, I feel like. There's no way you it. would do it for more than a day, I bet. You'd, you'd say, I need cereal. You think? Well, I mean, I you mean, can try. I think we can I see. really miss, like, my chocolate milk from Dutch Bros with the pumpkin spice, especially <laughs> during fall. So maybe we should wait till next year. Let's <laughs> we'll wait till fall's over, until yeah. holidays are over at yeah. least. Mm -hmm. So we looked up some stats. We're just going to talk a little bit about them because they're pretty interesting. So 20.4% of people worldwide count calories. I do not do that. I The only time I've ever counted calories is just because I'm curious. Like, huh, I wonder, like, how much I eat in a day. And that's like, literally, I only did that during carnivore because I was, <laughs> I could tell that I was like not eating enough calories. So I'm like, let's, let's count up a typical day before. See, but, to, oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say, besides that, I've never counted calories or like cared really. Yeah. To me, I'm just too lazy to do all the math. <laughs> I'm like, that's too much work. I don't care. I'd rather starve than <laughs> Jeez, eat too many calories. That's dark. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So I, yeah, one in five people count calories. So. And I mean, personally, I don't think, I don't think it's about calories. I think it's about the type of calories. So I would say counting calories, like if you're trying to lose weight or trying to eat healthier, I don't think that should be your go-to. I think you should just try and get healthier food. Mm -hmm. But again, I've never done it. 15.9% um, of people worldwide eat diet foods or use diet products. Diet stuff is so bad for you. you I guys. mean, I would think it's higher. Are you kidding me? 15%? Like, how many people do you know that drink diet soda? Everybody. Yeah. I don't know. Diet soda is so bad. Everyone's like, it's so much health. No. I say just get rid of soda completely. I don't drink it anymore. And then, like, if I ever go to have a little bit of soda once in a while, like, we were in Universal, and my brother-in-law thought that I still 
drink root beer. And so he got me the Barks root beer because most root beer doesn't have caffeine in it, which is still doesn't really make a difference. But it was the caffeinated one. And I was like, whoa, like this is like disgusting. Like I just like it was just too much. It was gross. Like if you just go a week without it, it just like becomes a habit. Like it's so easy. I think soda is just so bad. It's so gross. I don't know. The whole diet soda thing. I've never been able to understand because it's like, why do you drink soda? You drink it because it tastes good. Like there's no other reason that you drink soda, Mm -hmm. right? Like, and everyone knows it's like nothing that's in it. That's good for you. So the only reason you drink soda is because it tastes good. Diet soda tastes disgusting, tastes worse. (laughs) And it's probably unhealthier because these artificial sweeteners. So it's like, it's never made sense to me, but plenty of people are addicted. Diet Coke or, you know, whatever. So I'm surprised that's not higher. Yeah. 12.4% 12.4% track their food intake and physical activity levels. I don't do that either. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that makes sense for athletes. Yeah. So 12% of the population does that. Um, I mean, like, yeah, when you were training, you didn't you didn't track never, any of that. Yeah. You just you just did your thing. I just feel like that adds on like a whole nother like. I mean, I guess if you're, like, trying to, like, really work on things and be better and, like, get into shape, like, I get it. But, like, I just feel like that stresses me out and, like, adds extra stress that, like, I don't need. Like, I don't want to worry about body image and weight issues when I'm trying to work. Yeah, no. It's probably true. 11.9% follow a specific diet or fad diet. I feel like, I don't know. I don't know anyone that, like, does that consistently. Yeah. I, I know people that do diets like kickstart, you know, their health or like get back on track, but I don't know. I just think it's hard. Like I, I, I think, and like I eat pretty healthy, but I think it's like unhealthy to be so strict sometimes for an extended period of time. I feel like you're just not living life that way. Like, yeah, you know, really like yourself, enjoy it a little bit. I mean, you only live once. Yeah. So. Like, like a, a piece of cake, you know, isn't going to kill you. Right, I think if you have those once every once in a while or whatnot, um, but it's it's funny that fad diet came up because that's definitely a thing. It's like, I feel like mm-hmm. there's always like some new thing. Yeah, and it's like it really shouldn't be. They should just be they eat healthy and exercise, right? You know? But like, there's always like, oh, like do this specifically, and it's like there's no. I don't think there's like any the keto diet and all the things. And yeah, I don't, there's no silver bullet, you yeah. know, in my mind. It's when I was at Utah, our athletic trainer at the time. He just told me, because I was like, I just want to be more, like, toned. Because, like, I'm strong and I'm fit. I just want to be more toned. And he's like, the biggest thing is just, like, eating the right things. Getting protein, not putting a bunch of crap in your body. Because the better you eat, the more toned you'll get. So it's just like when you put in that junk, you just don't get that toned refinement. But, I mean, I don't know. Like I say, you just got to enjoy yourself. Like, when I went gluten-free, on the weekends, I'd have a little bit of gluten. So I didn't go like the whole week without eating gluten. Mm-hmm. I just did it through the week. And then on the weekends, we'd go to like Olive Garden and I would eat like the breadsticks or we'd get dessert. So like I did like enjoy myself a little bit, even though like I kind of went on that strict diet kind of. But yeah, so I, I still was happy. I got to enjoy my weekend, which was really nice. I definitely think that's the way to do it. And the final one is 9.7% of people use meal replacements. I think when it says meal replacements, it's talking about, like, those shakes, right? Mm-hmm. Just the meal replacement mm-hmm. shakes. Which is funny because I've always just thought those taste good. <laughs> so sometimes I've just bought them just, you know, just to snack on. Like, I don't think I've ever actually used that as a meal replacement. But it's, like, it's just like a fun chocolate drink, you know? What are those, like, one drinks? Like, the peaches and cream one? Oh, that's the Premier Protein? The, yeah. And they always say, like, don't eat if you drink this because it's, like, a meal replacement. Type of thing, but I would still drink those and eat food. <laughs> just because it tastes good. Just because it tastes good, yeah. My, so Michaela would always, when she was training, she would always get the peaches and cream protein shakes. Not even really for the protein, just because it tasted tastes so good. good. And then she'd like feel good. We're like, oh, you know, there's protein in it. Uh, which, which is good because yeah, when you way work better out so than, much, you need, you need more protein. But It's way better than getting like a peaches and cream Italian soda, which is what you do now. Yeah, but I get those like where, ra- rarely. I know, when we go I know. to the food trucks. I like, I like, what's those it are, called? Those are good, though. Like, every time what's you get like those. the soda-like Sprite? What's the other one? 
Get on airplanes. Oh, ginger ale. Ginger ale. I can do ginger <laughs> ale. Sprite makes me feel like when I had the flu and I, ugh, Sprite's just disgusting. But ginger ale, I can do a little bit. Like sometimes if I'm on, if I'm on a plane, like I like a little bit of ginger ale just to like make me feel better. Because sometimes when I'm on planes, I just feel like I'm going to throw up. And I, especially if I don't get like a full meal before I get on a plane and travel. So like I can do ginger ale a little bit. And so when we go to the food trucks, they use like ginger ale and they make like a little peaches and cream Italian soda. And so I will have one of those once in a while. So I guess you can't say I those are good. don't ever drink soda anymore, but like I'll do like an Italian soda once in a while. So going back to diet culture in general, do you think society places too high of an emphasis on it? I mean, I feel like not so much now. I feel like they used to for sure, but I feel like we've just jumped to a whole nother level of like body image like doesn't matter who cares i would yeah it's funny you say that because i i agree i would argue it's almost maybe gone too far yeah um i'd agree with you on that one because like i mean there's trade-offs about this all the time (laughs) We, we do talk about this all the time i think it's better like if you are happy i think it's better to be happy and like unhealthy than healthy and unhappy right like we can all agree on that i think like happiness comes first but I think there's it's like very rare when getting healthier would not make you happier. I mean, there's just so many studies and so many benefits, and like I've seen in my life and like people's lives that I know, like the healthier you are, like the happier you tend to be, right? So mm-hmm. I like the whole idea of like like be happy with who you are, and um, I like the idea that's kind of becoming more of a thing where like we don't like pressure people to have like a certain look or whatnot. But I do think that like as a society, we should care more about just general health and wellness however you get it you know um because like i it's a it's a real thing you know like if you're healthier you're happier but again like it's way better to be where we are now than to be like gymnastics in your right. era you know we're like hey, super skinny yeah like Victoria's you have to look like model, this you, you know? know yeah so yeah i definitely think i mean it's hard to like find that perfect balance but like for me personally i think like just be healthy you know like don't beat yourself mm-hmm. up about certain diets or like look in a certain way because again like Michaela talked about social media like everyone has a different body type everyone responds differently to foods and to working out you know like mm-hmm. I have friends that never work out that look great you know no not fair and there's other people <laughs> that like really have to work hard you know everyone's just different right yeah. and so like the social media makes it so hard because you just see other people and you compare yourself to them right but also you have to think like everything is so edited edit, edited <laughs> edited mm-hmm. that it's like i don't know realistically i'm like is that really real you know like obviously i think like weight wise like whatever but like you know it was like with me like i talked about the comment i got the other day where someone had mentioned that like i'm fake because i have tons of botox and plastic surgery and i'm like i do not have any of that (laughs) it's like i got lip filler one time it's probably just the instagram filter it's probably the instagram filters it's the filters there's like there's instagram filters now that like give you makeup right yeah i know eyelashes like sometimes (laughs) i'll be using it and then i'll put it on jonas he's like hey what are you doing take that filter off and because I forget, like, when so, I like, switch well, it like, to him. Well, I like, go to take a picture, and she already has, like, that filter preset, and I look all dolled but up. But it, so. it is, there's, like, pros and cons to the filters, because if you're, like, not wearing makeup and you just feel uh, yeah, really you know, gross, it's, it's cool. nice to kind of just, like, pop on a little filter. But then, like, it definitely does, like, change it. But then it was funny because he commented on the picture I posted, because I just dyed my hair brown, this person. And when I posted it, I didn't even put a filter on the picture. It was just what my camera had taken. And I was like, oh, these actually look like naturally really good. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to put a filter on it. I don't need to put a filter on it. And I sometimes just hate filters because it just, it just like almost sometimes makes me feel worse about myself because well, then I, I see myself you, like normally and I'm like. No, because I tell you, you look better without the filter. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I know. It's just, it's hard. Social media is just hard. I'm like, I just wish like, I also just wish like girls didn't have to wear makeup. Like why do girls look so <laughs> rough without makeup and guys look so good without it? Like. What if we all just stopped wearing makeup, you know, like kind of be nice. You could start like, a didn't thing. care. I know. And same with social media. If we just like all didn't use filters and just naturally posted, like, I think that would be super cool. You know, I will say talking about social media and like being natural, the one thing about diet culture that affects guys like more than anything is 
like steroid use. Mm. There's all these guys on Instagram that are just roided up, you know, and so it's it's tough because like you can look great, you know, these guys that are says just, Jonas that wants to take steroids. I don't want to take steroids. <laughs> I want to like, look I like the guys steroids. that take steroids. I want to take steroids. I'm like, don't take steroids. That is so because like and like I I feel totally fine with how I look, so like it doesn't really affect me. But like I know like I have friends that like work out and stuff, and it's tough like seeing pictures of these guys that are huge and like shredded, you know, mm-hmm. they're like like big but also really toned, you know, and like there's some of the stuff it's like unattainable naturally. And so that's what makes it hard. It's cause like you can't get there just eating healthy and working out like these levels of some of these guys are at, like you have to inject yourself with steroids, you know, you have to be taking uh performance enhancing drugs and stuff. And so it's like that one, like that's tough. Cause Even my, when we were in Florida, we were talking to my sister cause she has been having all these problems and she's trying to get like her levels back imbalanced or whatever and so what was she taking um just like testosterone yeah she was taking testosterone just to shoot it in her butt because like girls are supposed to be at this certain level and guys are at this level but like kind of when you get older and you have kids it like changes so like it's good to like be at that level again because she's trying to like work out and be fit and she just like can't be fit at all because her levels are so low so now her levels are like to where they're evened out and she's feeling better and her anxiety's better and she actually went gluten-free because it helps with her anxiety and like all these things and so she just feels better she's looking better she can like actually feel like she's like working out and doing the things she needs to do but then it's crazy because there's these girls that like she's worked out with that like take way more of them out than what a girl's supposed to have and so they're just like huge and muscly and super like fit and my sister just gets so frustrated because she's like well I would look like that too if I you know shot up that much you know in my butt and you know get all that extra testosterone but it's tough because like like for guys you know I don't think there's anything wrong with like doing steroids if that's what you want to look like that's what you want to do I I don't think it's healthy you know but like more power to you I think the problem is like when other people see that and then they get frustrated because they can't look Mm -hmm. like that or and so they just give up or like or they compare themselves to that you know like yeah it's sad right because like like I work out every day sometimes twice a day and I'm never gonna look like a bodybuilder (laughs) (laughs) right you know like to me you look like a bodybuilder I think you look great oh thanks you're in good shape you're better shape than I'm in (laughs) I'd say I used to be more fit now you're more fit than me yeah it's uh you're still pretty fit though I haven't gotten to the workouts with you yet kind of Michaela does these really intense workouts that I haven't gone with her yet. Yeah, she keeps inviting me. Yeah. I'm kind of scared because I like die. my workouts. I don't know if I'd die, die, but it'd probably be pretty there's tough. There's guys that come. A lot more girls do these workouts, but some of like the husbands will come in and they're like dying. I mean, they're stronger so they can lift, like do like more like weight stuff, but like they're dying. And I'm like, ooh, if they're dying, Jonas is going to die because Jonas is in shape, but. It's hard. It's hard stuff. So do you think the diet industry is to blame? So like selling products, like targeting oh, people. Yeah. All yeah. the time. Like it's so bad. All the stuff they put in our food. Even like, so my friend Emma, she was a little overweight. And she wasn't happy with it. And so she's been doing things to help, you know, to be more fit and to be healthier and to lose weight. And I just know from like her, like, being with her all the time and we'd go out to eat she'd be so mad because like she's just like why do they give such big portions she's like you know this is why like I'm out of shape and I'm not healthy because then I just sit here and eat all this food because they give us these huge portions and you know for me like I just don't eat that much so like I'm always like I just want to get a kid's meal and even then I like can't eat a kid's meal I'm like that's just like too much food and so like when we go out to eat and I get at an adult in a <sighs> talking really fast when we go out to eat and we get an adult meal I'm like, like, I just like want to throw up because I'm like, how do people just sit here and eat this whole meal? Like I'm going to vomit. Like it's too much food. And then I'm like, Jonas, can you eat it? And I'm always complaining. It's not enough. (laughs) Yeah. But like, you're just, you also, you're a lot bigger and you eat a lot more. So no, I mean, you make a good point. Like, and I've heard people like friends, like from out of the country say like portion sizes in America are insane. Bad. And then like all like the health products and stuff. Again, it goes back to what I was saying. Like, I don't think there's a silver bullet, you know, it's like, there's always fads like a little bit ago, it was apple cider, apple cider vinegar, mm, right? Like mm-hmm. that was just the thing, you know. About that, yeah. Like there was like the acai berry diet, right? Like there's always things, but like health doesn't change. You know, it's mm-hmm. like if you want to lose weight, you got to burn more calories than you eat. Like it's simple math, you know. Like if you want to be healthy, just 
work out and eat healthy, you know, like try and stay away from too much sweets and um, starches and carbs and stuff. Like get protein, you know, eat your fruits and vegetables. Like it's pretty simple, but I feel like the the diet industry like overcomplicates it mm-hmm. so they can sell those products, you know. So I definitely think there's some blame there. But even like with fruit, like all the pesticides and all the crap they put in our fruit, it like makes me nervous. Like I'm always like, oh, I'm eating fruit. This is so good. And I'm like, this probably still is not good. So it kind of makes me sad because like I want to eat more fruit, but then I still kind of feel bad eating fruit. I don't know. Should I should I not care about that? Should I not <laughs> I worry know. about I mean, that? A, I don't know. <laughs> that's a whole other. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, it's I, just think, frustrating. I think organic doesn't use pesticides right that's true but i always get I the like organic they don't always have organic they well, have organic always, bananas yeah i always get the organic bananas i don't know if there's really any different they look the exact same as the other bananas but i i always buy the organic bananas. we've been trying know? like we get like the more like organic eggs too yeah i mean i always get like the cage free yeah there we go it's like, like the free range eggs yeah. i like brown eggs um we always get like grass-fed beef Butter made from grass-fed beef. Mm-hmm. So we try, but, you know, it's, it's tough. Yeah. yeah. So a good question is, if someone in your family struggles with diet culture, does that affect how you view dieting? Yeah, I kind of liked this question because, so my parents both have kind of been overweight. Um, my mom especially, um, she had me when she was 40. So for her, she just had a harder time losing weight at that age. And she had a lot of thyroid problems and she couldn't really work out. And she had like a meniscus tear and she had really bad knees. And then she needed a knee replacement, but she was really scared to get a knee replacement. So she like kept postponing it. And then she got it like sometime after the 2016 Olympics, she finally went and did it. And then even though she's had her knees fixed, now her hips are bad because she went so long with like bad knees and her hips were bad that now that her knees are good, her hips have like shit. I don't know. So she's just like been a hot mess. It's just really sad to see my poor mom like struggle through these things because my family, we're all like young, we're fit. We're like, like to go to amusement parks. We like to go shopping and do fun things and, you know, do nature stuff and I don't know. So it's just really hard because my mom's just never been able to do that. Like growing up as a kid, like we would go into the shopping mall and my mom would have to like sit down. Like we'd barely like walk a mile, not even a mile. Like we'd barely, you know, a couple feet and she'd be like, okay, I have to sit down. And so then she'd have to sit down for 10 minutes and then I didn't want to wait for her. So I would like just try to run and go into stores and then I'd call and be like, Hey, is it okay if I buy this? If I get this, she would just give me her card. And so it was just like really hard to not like be able to like shop with my mom or just have to walk slower or wait. And then like, of course in high school, like I feel like that's when you really care about body image and like, you know, you think high school's like this whole thing. And you know, once you get out of high school, you're like, why did I care so much? That was so dumb. And so like in high school, of course, like sometimes I'd be kind of embarrassed, which is like sad. I shouldn't be embarrassed of my mom, you know, being a little overweight and like even like dating and like bringing guys to the house. Like, you know, you just you talk about with your friends and you just kind of get embarrassed. And it's like you shouldn't be embarrassed of like what your parents are look like. Like who cares, you know? And so it was just it was really hard, like kind of growing up like that and not having my mom be able to do anything. And so I think for me, it kind of gave me like like, oh, I don't want to be like that, you know, like, I'm going to try my best to, like, be healthy and always be in shape and not let myself get to that point, because it's, like, I wish my mom just would have done these things sooner, so she could have just, like, fixed it before it's gotten too late, you know, and so she's just been struggling her whole life, and it's just sad, but, you know, we still, we still have a great time, like, me and my sister, my mom, we went to Disney, and my mom just sat in her little automatic, um chair that she bought and so she just got to go around and then it was kind of nice because we got to cut lines because she was handicapped (laughs) so like there's kind of pros and cons to it but like I just feel bad for my mom because like there's just not really any way she can like work out and so I don't know it's just it's tough and my dad has type 2 diabetes and he loves food and like loves cheese and so like you know all he needs to do is like get healthier and then he won't have diabetes anymore but he just loves food too much he's like I don't care like I just want to live a happy life so like I'm just gonna go continue to eat ice cream and cheese and all the things and then it like makes us worry because we're like we don't want our dad to like die because of diabetes you know because his dad had it really bad and so like I don't know it's just like it's just sad to like see them like be that way but at the same time like you know I still love my parents for the way they are but like 
I don't know. It was just like hard growing up with that because like sometimes it'd make me feel like I have body image issues or like I need to not eat as much and I don't want to be out of shape and you know make myself end up like that but and it definitely it does get harder the older you are right like like even now I can like I can tell a difference because like I don't know when I was younger I could eat whatever I wanted and I would feel the exact same you know like I could eat donuts before a soccer game and doesn't phase me but like now like i aware of like how I feel after I eat certain things and I just know like well, the yeah, older like you Chick-fil-A, get I'm like eh. yeah you know like exactly. I'm only 25 and now I start eating junk and I'm kind of like I don't really care for Chick-fil-A <laughs> like I'd rather go eat somewhere like Kitchen 88 or like go to a nice dinner like Olive, Olive Garden's still not good for you but <laughs> eating like chicken nuggets now like I just like don't care for it as much as I used to mm-hmm. you know yeah I mean? so I think definitely the education is key is like getting people to learn like correct principles young and not mm-hmm. have to worry about comparing yourself to others or trying to find like a, you know, like a magic fix, trying to do a certain diet fat or trying to look a certain way. You know, again, like if if you're you and you're healthy and you're happy, I think that's what's most important. That's kind of like the last thing we want to touch on, which is how can people in their daily lives work to change the narrative around dieting and not falling into diet culture? so hard i think the biggest thing we already said is just comparison like don't compare yourself to others right don't if if you used to be a pro athlete don't compare yourself to when you were a pro athlete (laughs) you know like you so hard because that's one thing people don't think you think about comparisons you think about comparing yourself to others which is probably the biggest thing but also you can compare yourself to yourself right you know like well and a lot of people since i've been done with gym they have kind of asked like how are you doing with like body image or like not being as high of an athlete anymore like are you okay with how you look and here we are we're talking about it you know right (laughs) here right now like I'm doing okay but like I I'm telling you like because like when I worked out so much I'd always like see my friends and I'm like man must be nice to like never have to work out you just get to hang around and (laughs) hang out with your friends grass is always greener yeah and then it was like once I was done with gym And then I, like, didn't do anything for a year. Like, I didn't work out. I mean, I kind of maybe tried to go on a walk or do something. But, like, I felt like I was just getting more depressed. Like, I wasn't depressed with, like, necessarily how I looked. But I just was, like, tired and not happy. And, like, even, like, my friend Emma, like, I just noticed such a difference. Like, she just feels more happier. She's, like, has more energy. Like, it's just really awesome to see that. And once I started working out again, like, I, like, had more energy, so, like, when I work out before I go to school every day, like, I feel like I'm not sitting in my classes, like, tired and wanting to sleep, like, I did when I first started my first semester after the Olympics, I was, like, I don't know, I just was tired all the time, I was mopey, and, like, now I just have so much more energy, and I can get through the day, and then it's, like, when I miss a day of working out, I, like, feel droggy again, and I'm just, like, oh, Mm -hmm. this is horrible, so, like, once I work out, it just, like, starts my day off, and I just feel really good, and I'm, like, ready to go, I'm energized, I just feel so much better. And it's just, like, kind of sucky that life's like that. Like, you got to work out. Like, I wish it wasn't <laughs> like that because, like, I hate working out. It kind of sucks. But, like, once I do, I just feel 100% better. Yeah, I agree. It's funny because I'm not a morning person naturally. In high school, I would always, like, I would always work out towards the end of the day. Um, but, like, the last, I don't know, probably just since high school, I started working out in the mornings and, like, I love it now. Like, it's it's still really hard for me to wake up early, but, like, like Michaela said, like, it's a night and day difference. Like, it's weird because you'd think that, like, when you work out really hard, you'd feel tired. But mm-hmm. I'm, I have way more energy when I work out hard throughout the day than if I just, you know, wake up and go to work. So Jonas loves working out. He works out, like, three times a day. No. He I'm, goes to the gym. Out. Or, no, I mean, sorry, he doesn't go to the gym. He works out in the morning I go to upstairs. The ninja gym. Yes, but, like, upstairs you kind of have like your own gym but he does like his peloton he does his like chin-ups his own little workout and then he'll go to work come home go for a run and then he'll go to ninja well i only i only go for a run if i have like extra energy i don't know if that makes sense but like i don't know like i can just tell sometimes gotta get all that energy out before you go to bed yeah i mean i don't know i can just i can just tell like oh i should probably just go on a run you know or like sometimes i come home from work and i'm like hey you know i'm just feeling good just gonna I don't ever feel that way. Do homework or go to the ninja gym, so. I'm like, I could not go for a run. But I always feel better, which is what I was going back to saying. Like, I, it's, I feel like everyone would be happier if you're healthier. Mm -hmm. 
like even like even just baby steps like going on a walk every day you know like get your body moving because like working out and eating healthy those are like the two biggest things like you don't have to do both like if you just do one Mm -hmm. like if you just work out and just keep eating whatever you want to eat like you'll feel way better if you do both you'll feel way better but that might be a lot to start you know if you just start eating healthier don't even have working out so i'm a huge proponent of it probably always will be um i everyone everyone likes to tell me like oh once you guys start having kids you'll get a dad bod you know because like i've got friends with dad bods <laughs> yeah. you know i don't think jonas will I'm ever like, have there's, a dad I'm, bod. there's never gonna have, like i would never let myself get to that point like i just not like it's bad right i've like one of my best friends you know we make fun of him because he got a dad bod he chokes around about it not a big deal like nothing wrong with it it's just me personally like i just know how i am i'm just happier if i'm healthier and so I don't think I'll ever stop, you know. Knowing Jonas, yeah, he'll never stop. And again, it's not like just always been. You just always been like. Yeah, so it's not like just your personality. That's exactly, who you it's are. not you like how great I am. It's just I, I was just born that way, I guess. You know, so I'm just gonna mm-hmm. keep doing it. I just like working out. I like eating healthy. So hopefully, I think that's a good thing that you always be like that, because then you'll encourage me after having babies to like get back into shape. <laughs> well, I mean, that's another thing too. Going to like the dunk. Like, learning to not compare yourself to yourself now. Because what about when you're pregnant? You don't want to be like, oh, I'm so fat. Like, you mm-hmm. know, when you're pregnant, your body changes. You just got to yeah. be okay with that. It's part of life. Well, as long as you still tell me I'm pretty, I'll be fine. <laughs> I, you are pretty. <laughs> I'll still tell you that. Thanks. Promise. So that's everything we had. We're going to finish off with an assumption again. If you guys are new, every week we have a weekly assumption that have been sent in by by you, the viewers. Yeah, so make sure to follow us on social media so you can see that and tune in and put your assumptions in because they're really funny and we really enjoy them. They've been pretty good. Yeah, do you want to read this yeah, one? Yeah, I'll read this one. So the assumption we got for this episode is Jonas cooks everything and is the one always making meals for the two of you. And it's funny. You go ahead. You go ahead. It's, I don't know. It's it's funny because we would definitely agree on that one for sure. Because normally that's Until the way it recently, goes. Yeah. So it's like I feel like this since I started school, I figured that I would try to be like more productive and cook meals and try better. Especially you know, hopefully being a mom one day, um, just being able to like learn how to cook and like we order like Home Chef and stuff. So that really helps because it has everything we need. It has the recipe. So I'm learning. So I feel like that's like a good, easy way for me to get to learn how to cook. And then another thing that's been really awesome is we did those freezer meals, which we talked about last time. And so we just kind of get the crock pot and then I'll go to the store. Like we had shredded chicken tacos. So then I went to the store and got the tortillas and we got, you know, the cheese and the sour cream and the avocado. And so I put all that up, put it in the crock pot, came home, made it all for Jonas. And that's just one thing that's been really big for Jonas is he's like, well, you're the wife, so like, it'd be really nice if I could come home from work and you could have a good home-cooked meal for me when I get home. So I've been trying to do that. Yeah, I've been really good at it, I it feel was like. Kind of, it's funny because it was like our whole marriage, like I was always the one that cooked because like I've grown up cooking for myself and like my mom taught me how to cook and Michaela never had time, you know, so like nothing on you, you just we're doing gym, right? So like when we got married, <laughs> it, it was pretty apparent pretty quick like I was gonna be the one cooking <laughs> if we wanted if we wanted to eat you know which I was fine with like I'm okay cooking but then we started doing the home chef and so we kind of like would both work together but then sometimes I would just get frustrated with you so I would just do it yeah myself. or I just got a, I was like I can't do this it's too overwhelming yeah because one thing's cooking and then I feel like it's like burning so then I just have to get to the other part and it would like stress me out but now I'm good at it like I I used to hate even doing the meat and now I can cook true. the meat by myself and I feel like, okay, like I know what it looks like when it's fully cooked, like I'm doing it. But yeah, cause like Michaela, it's when awesome. she was practicing, like my old job was like very flexible and I'd travel, but like when I was home, I was home, you know, so like I could be the one that cooked dinner. So by the way, when, when Michaela came back from practice, it was ready. And then I got a new job this year and so I'm working full time now. And so that same schedule didn't work because, like, the last thing I wanted to do after a full day of work is come home and cook dinner. So that's why I'm like, yeah. you know, it'd be, be kind of nice, Michaela, like, if you could. You only do school and you, like, sometimes work out. So, like, could you cook food? But it's been awesome. Like, Michaela, you've done amazing. 
And like we still we still work together on most meals, I would say. Sometimes, yeah, but I've been doing majority of it by myself. But so I that's mean, why that's why this assumption's funny because it's like. But they well obviously they follow us so they know because we've talked about it. Yeah. Like we've talked <laughs> about like how I hate cooking, so I don't know that assumption's pretty funny because it it is pretty accurate. Pretty but accurate, but we're changing it. Yeah, and Michaela's a full blown chef now, pretty much. I don't know if I'd go that far with it, but I'm getting there. Getting there. I'm trying. Trying my best. I appreciate it at least. And I kind of like have started to enjoy it more. Like I just feel like a mom. <laughs> like, oh, this is what a mom's like. Oh, that's cute. I know. I can't wait to like have little kids and like cook for them and make them a little mac and cheese and feed them like their little baby food. It'd be fun. It'd be pretty you fun. You don't think so? I think it'd be fun. It'd be fun. Yeah. Maybe for me, maybe not for you, but it's okay. <laughs> You'll get stuck changing diapers. Good luck. Nice. Thank you. You're welcome. So that's it. Thanks, everyone, for following along. Those are our thoughts on diet culture. And actually, I think today we agreed on just about everything. Mm-hmm. This is one of those topics that, like, I knew, like, we were just going to agree on because there's a few topics where we agree on. There's a few. More than disagree. Yeah. yeah. This is one of them. So when you guys are blessed with an agree episode. <laughs> I don't know. I thought this was really fun. I hope you guys don't take it too personally. This is just our thoughts and opinions on it. And I hope maybe some of it can help you with anything that you're going through or want to change or make a difference um, just because it's helped us in the long run. So thanks for following along. Don't forget to subscribe here on YouTube or Spotify or Apple or wherever you are listening to this. And we'll catch you on the next one. We'll catch you guys later. Thanks for tuning in, guys.